Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. I watched the second half of Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Springabites! <laughs> oh, welcome to another uh, series of Watch Till You Can't mm-hmm. on the Other Half podcast. Uh, we are going to be watching, hopefully, all of the Hellraiser movies. Every single one. All uh, ten of them. I believe there's ten from what I just counted on the website. Yes, there's ten. Well, okay. Technically, we already watched one. Right. We've already we seen the watched first the one. first one. And yeah. that's kind of started the whole thing. Right. We really enjoyed the first the one. The first movie. As, as most horror movies go, yes. the first one... Is when you know, as you franchise like this, the first yes. one's legitimately a good movie. Really and good. You're like, wow, this is impressive. Okay, and then, cool. And then I think I was online going like, "There's a lot of these fucking movies," mm-hmm. and I watched all the trailers and was like, "Wow, you can see the quality just like really quickly depreciate yes. over time." So I think that's a great challenge for us because you think know, so. at some point, there's no dips. No. It's just a straight downhill. It's just, it's just a plateau of awfulness. Exactly. Uh, there's only. One movie I want to see, and that's the one we're working towards, which is the one, the internet one. Yes, I believe that is Deader, or is it Hellseeker? I don't know which uh, one. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it's... Oh, no, it's Hell World. It's Hell World. 2005, which also came out at the same time as Deader. I don't know. We're going to look into that more. We're <laughs> right, going to research so a little bit more. We're going to look at more into this series. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing we know is it's Clive Barker wrote the original one. And the first one rocks. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. A lot of directed weird. and wrote it, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize Clive mm-hmm. Barker also directed it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a crazy fucking film. Lots of insane shit. Really horny. Really dirty. Really gross. Really gross. Lots of crazy effects. Fucking love it. Uh, and so, I think that's why we were like, let's see what happens to these other movies. Because, like, how... I think the other thing is, like, I don't. I, I haven't watched or read a lot of clive barker but from the little i know it seems like he's obsessed with like a like lovecraftian sense of like existential dread and horror mixed with like just being the most horny person in the world just like really mixing those two things up i mix it together as um catholicism cthulhu oh and crazy horny sex (laughs) i like that that's that's the clive barker special in my mind i don't think it's every movie i think that's the the horny part i think is mostly in the hellraiser series i think Mm -hmm. i think those are probably the horniest from what i can tell i don't know i'm not super familiar but you know this is just this is just me spitballing here about what i'm feeling yeah um but yeah but like the cenobites are a bunch of fucking guys Dressed up in like you know leather and like yeah. chains and shit. Oh like, yeah, no, they're it's definitely pretty clear hot. what's going on yeah. here. Yeah, and I think Clive Barker's a gay man himself too, so mm-hmm. it's like I think he's also like using that as well. Uh, I know it was super popular back in the day. Uh, I always, whenever I see his stuff or see people talk about him, it always reminds me a lot of Dark Place. Like, somebody who's trying really hard to be scary. Oh, yeah. That's what it always feels like to me. And, like, I think what I really like about the first Hellraiser is just, it just really works in that. Like, the absolute, like, insanity of that film. Like, we're just really, like, y- you're never bored, you know? Yeah, it's so over the top yeah. that you're, you're kind of I don't think I was out. ever afraid, really. No. <laughs> Maybe I, grossed out. Grossed out, definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Just for those who don't know, the, oh, the, yes. we should recap probably the first Hellraiser, which is great because in the beginning of this movie, they literally just recap every single part that happened in the first one. Because this, this is, is like a direct, a direct sequ- sequel. Yeah, it's yeah. a direct sequel. Same see, characters. There's Julia, who in the first movie is seduced by Frank, a yes. villainous like rapist murderer guy. Yeah, he's bad. Uh, who, who opened the box. He opened the box and was uh, his skin was taken off and he was just musculature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the entirety of the time, he was basically uh, asking Julia to bring people up into the attic so that he could turn more and more into a human being and then they could fuck each other. Yep. Uh, One of the people that was brought up was Julia's husband at the time. I don't remember who he was. Yes, and our main character's dad. Uh, Krista? Christy? Christy. Christy, yeah. Christy. Christy. Kirsty. Oh, yeah, it's Kirsty, not Christy. Yeah, whatever. Kirsty. Yeah, and then I remember in that movie, Kirsty was a very small part of it, but I was like, I'd love to see a movie from her perspective because I feel like that's interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. a third party character coming in and, like, uh, what do you, how do you even, like, conceive what's going on? I thought she was a pretty main character in the first one. Well, she, what does she do? She's just kind of there to freak out. That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) She's definitely not, she's just more of a victim than, like, she she gets chased around a lot. Yeah. Uh, she gets chased in the the hospital. Yeah. Uh, when uh she fucks the box. Yeah. And then she's chased through the house at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this would be a really cool like main character is what I was thinking, yeah. rather than Julia, because uh, Julia is at her heart a villain. <laughs> she's like yeah. a bad person who is seduced by Frank, yeah. who's also a awful person. And it's weird too because it's like. Uh, uh, Kirsty is not a massive character, really, and neither is Pinhead in the first movie. No, Pinhead and the Cenobites in the first film are really just sort of like it's mostly the dad, right? Isn't the dad kind of the most of the main character, and then it swaps over, like as far as like our hero character, yeah, basically, and then it turns to Kirsty, if I remember right. But I think what I kind of dug about the first Hellraiser movie, it's like there's not really any main characters who are good guys. Like all the main characters are villains. And you just sort of see them. I, guess I don't remember that part, but yeah, I think you're right. Because like most of the movies from like Julia's perspective and how she's like trying to seduce men and kill them in the attic, you know, like it's yeah. it's really we're just sort of That's following true. her uh, and also her like corruption, I think, throughout the the, the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was I saying? But yeah, uh, you, you see sort of like all this crazy stuff. The the Cenobites and Pinhead. We so you got Pinhead, pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Chatterer, Chatterer who is just big teeth. He's big got big teeth, teeth no, no eyes. eyes. You got Butterball. The most important. <laughs> and then the late, the androgynous. The lady yeah, person. The, the, the... Who's got like an open throat uh, yeah. thing. Uh, and they just seem more like a, like a force of nature. Like just sort of these hellish characters that come and, uh, I don't know, corrupt people and like uh, torture them. See, I always felt it was like reap what you sow sort of mm. allegories where it's just like, they are just the consequences right. of what your actions, sure. whether they're good, bad. It's probably most of the actions you're doing are bad because you were like murdering people. Very Catholic way of looking exactly. at the afterlife. So it's just like, here's these consequences. They're coming. Sorry, bud. Right. They didn't seem like real people. They mostly just seemed like agents of chaos. Yeah. They're yeah. basically like demonic imps. But we learned just... in this movie that isn't the case. Oh, man. So here we go. <laughs> here's the time when. Is that enough? Is that enough backstory? I think so. Well, I guess that. No, we need to touch a couple other things. So. Okay. So in the end, um, Frank dies. He gets right. like ripped apart by 
um, a bunch of chains. B- bunch of chains. Was a really better attached, which to- was the very first like scene in this movie. I'm like, oh my god, I was not prepared for like <laughs> gore right away. This is very graphic. Yeah, I forgot how gory it was. It's was, it was a much more like e- in the first movie, they just ease you into like the horrifying like body horror like a little yeah. bit. This one's just like boom, boom. Here you go. A little snap cut AMV video here of all the best Catch you gore up. bits. Yeah, here's yeah. a face just being suspended by chains. Yeah, 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 yeah. All sorts of weird stuff like that. Um, and then you got. Uh, Julia, she dies. Yes, she dies. But she dies in a mattress. Right. She gets killed by by the mattress. mattress. She gets eaten by the mattress and, I guess, absorbed into it or something like that. And Kirsty gets away. Kirsty gets away. Um... Her dad dies. I think it's kind of all all the people there. So I everyone's think dead. that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this all happens in a house that Julia and her husband were moving into. That's another like weird aspect oh, yes. of the film. It's like this is like a new house. <laughs> like on top of the craziness, like this is like their first time in the house. Julia just like goes up to the attic and is like, "What the fuck is going on up here?" <laughs> I don't remember this on the tour of the house. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that as well. Yeah, that was a wild scene. A wild movie. Yeah, that movie's um, great. Yeah, so then we start off in this movie yeah. uh, following, as you were mentioning before, how you wish she was a main character, Kirstie, basically. Yeah. Um, and she is in a mental hospital. Because of the events Because the, the events that happen, movie. and she's yeah. trying to tell people what's happening. Everyone's like, that's that's ridiculous. We're going to send you to a, to a mental hospital. <laughs> that and, was a movie no one would watch. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. If we listened. Um, so, but the very beginning, excuse me, after the recap, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself, is okay. just a little scene of... Some call some guy who looks like an explorer, like your typical British explorer with like the hat, like Nigel oh, yeah. Thornberry looking. Like the dude. guy from Jumanji. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like Jack Black's character from Jumanji, basically, but uh-huh. like a skinny little British guy. No, 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 no. The original Jumanji. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the real Jumanji. <laughs> Not the good one. Not the old one. How dare you? The old one is okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. So he's there and he's playing with the puzzle box mm-hmm. and then it opens and then hooks come out of it and start slicing them oh, and no. then it shows a trend transformation of how he became pinhead oh he's pinhead i think so okay that's what's implied okay which makes you wonder you may be able to explain this more as the movie goes i'm wondering is it one pinhead or is it multiple pinheads is it like pinhead yeah i don't know there's only one there's only one pinhead there's only one pinhead okay i didn't know only be one i didn't know if he like died and maybe got reincarnated like you were now a pinhead no i think it's the idea because the idea is is like what the puzzle box opens is essentially eternal torture so you can never die but it's sort of like the Sisyphus thing where, like, you want to fucking die. But you're right. just, like, you're, you're consumed by a mix of pleasure and pain, mm, basically. Yes. So mm. you, you're you in pain and you love it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yes. Just, like, our existence on Earth. <laughs> so um, we start off with the homicide guy. His name's Ronson. Ro- he- Who's Ronson? He's a homicide guy? Like a cop? He's a cop. You know oh, okay. what? I, I'm trying to remember. I don't think he comes really into play. Like, he kind of <laughs> leaves pretty early. I don't think I ever see him in my Um, He's checking on... Uh, her in the hospital. He's like, talk to me. And he's like, don't say any fairy tale stuff or, or de- demon stuff. Tell uh-huh. me real stuff. She's like, what if the fairy tales are real, though? <laughs> and uh, so you also see a cut of the cop going through the house. Mm-hmm. Another cop, by the way. Not the same cop. He's not running back and forth. He's no, not He's, he's not exercising. He's kicking it easy. Yeah, that's right. He uh, finds the mattress. Uh-huh. And they're like, this is probably the only thing that's like evidence because it's full of blood. It's like really weird. <laughs> Chains and shit, right? Yeah, it's like all messed up. Yeah. So we'll take that down to evidence. Like, okay, bring it downtown. Um, and it's, and um, I think what's her face here is it? Kirsty hears it and is just like, oh my God, I, you got to destroy that mattress. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, 
And then we cut to a surgery, someone doing open brain surgery. Mm-hmm. Doctor, lobotomy. Dr. Chenard. Is it lobotomy? That makes sense. I think it's a lobotomy. I think you're right. Yeah. The, he definitely has like... <sighs> like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest style. Yeah, he's like, just like... Bad doctor vibe. Bad doctor. I take your brain out. That's yeah. the easiest way to silence a patient. But he, you know, he's given a whole speech about like, the human brain is a maze and it's a puzzle we have to figure oh, out blah 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 it's like God. oh bad vibes and his voice he just sounds like he's already a Cenobite like he just <laughs> he's already there I don't know if he becomes it in my half he may later keep it to yourself I will keep um. me waiting <laughs> keep me wanting give me that pleasure and that pain <laughs> the pain of waiting but the pleasure I'll get afterwards <laughs> when you learn what when happens I learn to what happens doctor. to Dr. Chenard yeah <laughs> um, anyway he's been assigned to diagnosing uh, Kirsty. And he goes and talks to her, and she just immediately is yelling about the mattress still. Uh-huh. Um, talking about how Julia will come back, and everyone's like, okay. But, you know, he is, of course, a good doctor, pretends to be a good doctor. I'd be right. like, you're not crazy. We just have some things to work through. It's like, oh, my gosh, someone's listening to me. It's like very obviously like, okay. He's not, yeah. The audience already knows that he's bullshit. <laughs> um, for, for, for what these movies are... The characters pretty much wear their entire motivations oh, on their yeah, sleeve. Oh, yeah, they're 100 yeah. percent like yeah. <laughs> they're not the too more, deep. The more interesting thing is like what happens for me is what happens with the box and the Cenobites and all that yes. sort of stuff. Like yeah. other than that, the characters themselves are kind of like whatever. whatever. They're one note. You get what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so there's this. Kirsty wakes up in the middle of the night and walks around and finds like a little girl who's just concentrating on solving puzzles. Mm. And, and then I think so. Dr. Gennard is an assistant named Kyle who comes up and is like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? You need to go to bed. And he's like, what's that lady doing? Or that, 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 I guess she's a lady, yeah. I was trying she's, to think if she was a girl or a lady. She's definitely like a weird middle girl. I think they're she's trying like to teen. play her a lot younger than yeah, the actor. Yeah, she's like a late is. teen, but yeah. she's played a lot younger. She's very innocent. Yes, Like whenever innocent. in my half of the movie, whenever we see her in like clo- like her own clothing, she's like in like pigtails and like yes. little dresses. You get the long blonde hair. You get the yeah. innocent face. She doesn't really have an expression or anything. She doesn't talk very much. She either. doesn't talk very much. She's yeah. just there solving puzzles. And Kyle's like, yeah, she just does that. That's like her thing that she does to help stimulate her mind. She doesn't want to talk to anyone really. Mm-hmm. That's um, basically just us in quarantine. Exactly. Too. Yeah. We're yeah. just doing a little puzzles. <laughs> we're trying to figure out uh, who goes to the heavy side layer. <laughs> if old dude is right or if we should revolt. That's anyway. Right. Um, so then he's like, hey, do you want to take these pills? And she's like, no, I don't want your pills. He's like, okay, they were just sleeping pills. Like, he's a nice guy. He's just trying to help her yeah, out. Come like, on. What are you, what are you worried about him? <laughs> um, yeah, because she wakes up in the middle of the night. She can't sleep. Mm. Uh, then she sees, wakes up in the middle of the night again and sees a creepy bloody corpse that says, I'm in hell. Help me. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to the blood after the body's disappeared because it seems like it's her imagination. Right. She tastes the blood. Seems like the blood is real, which is weird. Right. So I don't know what's going on with that. Never mm. really come back to it. Um, then we go to Dr. Chenard. We follow him for a little bit, and he is going to the elevator, and he's, you know, looking at all the buttons, and he presses the one that's for maintenance. You know, you go down all, all the All the floors, way to the bottom, yeah. Right below the basement is maintenance. Hmm. And, of course, this is where the real crazy people are. Okay. You open up the door. There's guys. Every every door is a little padded room with someone doing something weird in the padded room. <laughs> And you're just screaming. It's just like the most stereotypical. See, this like, is dark place shit. Like, yeah. This is exactly like what dark place is like. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, but uh, not Garth, as tongue Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, guys. It's a was a short sh- series on the Channel 4 back in the day, British a comedy series. Check it out. Yeah, it's great. It's on Amazon Prime now, I think. It is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's basically taking Stephen King's work and like making it. And super, a little bit of this, and too. And this, too. Yeah. yeah. And just, you know, 
over seriousness movies in general, which have ridiculous plots and yeah. just poking fun at them. Uh, man, it sounds like that uh, certain levels is full of people who are high maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Anyway. Very high maintenance. So he walks down the hall. Well, actually not, because he's still living in a padded room. That's good to true. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Very low maintenance, because they're near, under the basement. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. So you can tell Dr. Shinaro's got some some not, skeletons in his closet. Skeletons in his closet. Well, soon to be skeletons. Yeah, they're still alive. <laughs> right. Um, and so he's Christy's talking to Kyle about something, and Kyle's like, "Oh, I'll get Dr. Shinard and to maybe help with like what you're thinking." And she's like, "Does he have a ticket to hell?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" He walks in on Dr. Shinard who is on the phone, he's listening. He doesn't see Kyle there. Mm. Dr. Shenard's on the phone being like, hey, that mattress, uh, can you deliver that to my house? Whoa. And Kyle's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I want to, don't be discreet on the side door, not the hospital, send it to my house. I will say, though, I mean, if I just heard somebody saying that they wanted a hospital, or a mattress moved to their house, it'd just be like, oh, they just got a new mattress. No, 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 no. It's clearly the one from evidence. He's like the one. <laughs> they makes it very obvious it's the one from evidence. Yeah, not that bloody, one. disgusting mattress. Mm-hmm. Bring it to my house. Yeah. Who's he talking to on the phone, you think? I guess the cops. The cops? Yeah, because, sure. you know, he's in charge of her, the, so he right. can get some evidence or whatever. It's very weird. Okay. So they're like, whatever, we're dumb. <laughs> anyway, so he goes in, doesn't confront him about it, but Kyle hears all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see, um, then, um, Christy <laughs> basically goes through and talks about how, like, what happened basically in the first movie, because <laughs> I mean, the beginning was just a clip show. Now it's right. Like, now we need to know what Uncle in context. Frank bang Julia, who knows when, probably on the wedding day of her actual dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank had the puzzle box. Frank solved it. Frank came back to life. Julia brought him men to kill. They get stronger and stronger. Uh, then she eventually he um, eventually got her father, but Frank killed him and took his skin. Mm-hmm. And then that's Julia right. at the I end was betrayed. That part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, he right. was the final kill, I think, or something like that. Yeah, and he used his skin to trick people. Killed his own brother. That's right. I yeah, yeah, it's true. He was disguised as the dad. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, which is weird because that doesn't happen later on in this movie. Like you don't steal other people's skin. Maybe it does. Oh, maybe it does. Yeah. But, okay. Anyway, um, so Kyle is like, I'm going to break into this guy's house because this guy is a weirdo. And he breaks in and looks around and finds three puzzle boxes just kind of in his like three? office. Three? Holy shit. Puzzle boxes. That's right. You know, we're amping up the stakes. This is a sequel, baby. That's right. The first one. That was just one puzzle box. And you're like, oh, Hellraiser 2? We're going to have two puzzle boxes. No, 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 no. no, no. no. We're, we're Hellraiser fucking 2. We're That's hellbound right. Hellraiser 2. <laughs> we're getting three motherfucking puzzle boxes mm-hmm. what are you gonna do about all it all with different shapes and colors oh really no they're all gold oh, okay <laughs> but they have different shapes they're kind of like they got different designs on them you know that's cute yeah they're different additions right so how like many puzzle boxes Pops. are gonna be in the next one you think nine Ooh. Twelve. Ooh, are we multiplying mm, yeah we're gonna multiply by what if it's by 10 they're like mm. multiply by 10 so there's 30 30 puzzle boxes Boy, th- there's gonna be a lot of puzzle boxes by the end of the series <laughs> it's like a whole escape room over yeah. here yeah <laughs> Anyway, so Dr. Shinar brings in one of the patients that we saw earlier from the padded room who mm-hmm. seems to be imagine there's maggots all over him. Very sensitive way of looking at mental health. Oh, sure. Great, absolutely. Scary, I mean, good horror stuff. Yes. Horror trope. Number one. Mental <laughs> health. Ins- insensitivity. Unbound insensitivity to at, at mental least health. The guy patients. isn't a murderer. We don't know. I suppose that's true. We don't but know like what he in did. this we... movie, he's not a murderer. 
Which guy? The guy that's covered in maggots and shit. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't know. We don't know what his past thing was. <laughs> she's not in the movie. He's not a murderer. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. He's there. He's looking. He's like, I got fucking maggots all over me. He mm. lays on the um, mattress that was there. Dr. Right, Sharp the bloody mattress. The mattress. And then, of course, he's like, here, have this knife. And so he starts cutting himself because he's yeah. trying to get the maggots out. And it's very gross. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly hands appear under the, the mattress and cool. grab onto the guy and Dude, that gets, sounds like, cozy. pulled out. Imagine a mattress that cuddles you. Oh, man. Forget weighted blankets. I'm waiting for cuddling a little mattress. skinless red demon person yes. to grab me and cuddle me to sleep. Exactly. Just like rock me back yeah, to sleep. Yeah, rock That'd me back great. to sleep. That'd be nice. I'd open a puzzle box for that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem, though. They don't let go. So wow, it's quite yeah. warm. You can get real sweaty. That's a bit, And also... Yeah. If you had like skin to skin contact for a long period of time, it gets kind of sweaty. <laughs> I guess a little bit. Like That's leather, true. you know, it's yeah. not exactly the most You're breathable. You're really substance. turning into a Hellraiser over here. You're talking about leather and skin to skin contact. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see what happens when we get to number 10. I know, I know. <laughs> we're all, we're if both we of get us there. Centibites. Yeah, we might turn into centibites beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe number six. We'll, we'll be the all Painted pleasure there. is just too much. Yeah. It's anyway. Too much. So. So he's got the hands coming out of the mattress. Uh, yes, grabbing them, yeah. and he start rolling around, mm-hmm. and they pull out of the mattress, and they're fighting. And but then it seems that uh, Julia, skinless Julia, then gets the <laughs> upper hand and like kills him, and then sucks so the blood out of him. So she's skinless right now, completely skinless, cool. just like how f- uh, Frank, Frank was, was in the first, first movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, there was no cool animation of him like bones coming back. That shit was though. so cool. That's yeah, that was crazy cool. Yeah. But no, it's just her coming out of the mattress, okay. uh, skinless, and yeah. So, Kyle watches all this. <laughs> it's a great reveal because, like, Dr. Shannon's like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, he's obviously like, whoa, this is not what I expected to happen. Right, this got out this of hand. This is very violent. Yeah. Um, and then Kyle's like, holy shit, and just, like, runs away, basically. <laughs> Much different reaction. Smart. I hope Kyle lives. I know he probably won't, but I, I uh, hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> you probably won't. What, would, what makes you say that? Because <laughs> I didn't see him in my half of the movie. <laughs> But she says, like, don't fear me, Dr. Chenard. I'm I'm cold, though. Mm. And also, I'm upset that I look so ugly. What I need is skin. So mm. he, like, puts, um, like, a, a, a towel? robe over oh, her. A robe, okay. And then puts, like, bandages all over her. So it kind of looks like, you know, that Twilight Zone episode with oh, the lady all, yeah, yeah, yeah. all wrapped up. And they're like, she's so ugly. We got to fix her. I the beholder. Yes. yes. So it's like that. Okay. She looks like that, but she's walking but around. But really, under all those bandages, she's a fucking skeleton muscle person. Maria skull, skull muscle person. Yeah. There's no term for that. Skeleton muscle I guess skinless person? person. Skinless person. Skinless person is yeah. probably the best. I feel like skeleton's such a good name. I love it. But well, that's a technical term. I don't think anybody coined that to be cool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> There's no technical term for just muscles. Musculatures. Musculatures, Mus- I guess. Yeah. yeah it's just not I'll look good. it up. I it's bet there has to good. be, right? I think skinless is probably the best we're going to get. Probably. Uh, but then but just, it doesn't seem as sexy. No, because you think about like, skinless chicken breasts and stuff like that, which yeah. isn't sexy. That's like boring keto shit. Like, <laughs> not sexy like, uh, I don't know. Skeletons. Skeletons. <laughs> oh, it's just so oh, good. Man, just thinking about it, I got a boner. <laughs> Very skeleton. <too>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, skeletons are. Oops, all boners. Anyway, that's uh, right. So we got the. You got the. Uh, oh yeah. So she looks all nice. Oh, she's talking about how she needs skin. Okay, sorry. I'm, this movies are complicated. There's so many. Movie There's parts. a lot. Yes. Uh, so Kyle comes back to uh kirstian's like i believe you 100 percent now <laughs> which i think is funny like I it like just takes too. one event to just be like oh this person is not wild like they could have drawn that out much longer yeah but they're just like no we got to go and stop this so they go back 
Uh-huh. Because she's just, Kirstie's like, Julia doesn't deserve to come back. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. That's fair. <laughs> Killed your dad. Yeah. Betrayed Frank. Bad person. No. Um, yeah, so bad. they go, and um, there's now a bunch of dead people in Dr. Schnard's basement. Or attic? I don't know what room it is. You know, your empty room you have when you're a rich doctor surgeon. You just have an empty room for dead bodies. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch there. We right all have now. those. Yeah, she's been, he's been bringing them in, doing the whole rigmarole that we've done before. Yeah. So she's mostly human at this point. She just took the last person. She has got a real face. Took the mask off. It's Julia again. She's back, baby. Hell yeah. Skinned up and ready to go. It's cool that they found a skin that looked just like her. That's the thing. That's what I don't understand. They don't <laughs> steal the skin. That's why I was making the comment that, like, she just takes the exact same look. Yeah, she yeah. She doesn't yeah. look like the person she stole the skin from this time. Right. She looks like the actor. Yeah. yeah. It's very weird. Whatever, right? <laughs> so I looked it up, and there's actually a technical term for it, but it's just the word muscle and skeleton put together. Muscle? Was that? Musculoskeletal. Oh, system. musculoskeletal. Dude, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty, a pretty good name. Musculoskeletal. <laughs> but it's a little hard. It's to a say. little. It's, it's not very a, Scandinavian. It it, it doesn't roll off the tongue like skeletal. Mus muscular skeletal. Yeah, that's right. Damn. Or locomotor system. L- locomotor? Oh man, <laughs> locomotor's a great name. Locomotor. Whoop whoop. Locomotor's coming through. <laughs> come on, come on. Do the locomotor with me. <laughs> Doctor Chenard was uh, was the conductor <laughs> of this locomotor. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Okay. So now she's got a skin. She's got a skin. She looks so like Julia. Speaking of uh, locomotion motions, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Schnard's basically like, let's let's get it on. Yeah. Let's making out. I feel like, like that would be so weird. You just she you just saw her, her muscles. Oh, I know. <laughs> but now she's got skin. She's all better, baby. That's right. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Kyle and Christy break in now. Mm-hmm. Kirsty, excuse me. Sorry. Right. Break in the Doctor Schnard's house. Kyle is like opens is going to open the door with all the bodies, but Julia finds them. He's like, oh, my God, is the beast still here? He doesn't know. He doesn't know Julia is the beast because she's got her skin back. Oh. So he then is like, she's like, don't worry. Just let you know. I don't know where they are, but whatever's in there is very scary. I don't want you to scream. (laughs) So he opens the door. He's like, oh, my God. There's just a whole bunch of hanging bodies. They're all gross. There's flies. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um. And then Julia gets closer. She's like, hey, I'm all sexy now. Why don't you come to mommy? And then it's revealed, which is kind of cool, because I thought she was like whole, but you turn around, the back is her, still, still missing open. a little bit. Yeah. So then she... This is the weird thing. They stab their hands in the back of the head, which is very weird. Yeah. I don't know why that is. And then she sucks him dry and gets the rest of her skin back. It's very like mummy-esque. Oh, you know? yeah. It's like the mummy. It's just like the mummy. Yeah. She does this to who now? Uh, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Kyle. Kyle falls for that shit. Kyle falls. He doesn't know any. Yeah, he's dumb. But he doesn't know any better. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't know he can't trust her. He doesn't know that, yeah, she could absorb skin, even though she did kind of see that guy get eaten. But I guess she didn't really get her skin back. She was still kind of juicy. That's right. How Uh, Julia got her skin back. It's my favorite (laughs) movie. (laughs) Anyway, Um, so. So now she's got her skin back, and Kyle's dead. Kyle's dead. Yeah. So now Christy goes up, finds Kyle all dehydrated, messed up, and then Julia confronts her and is like, "I'm no longer in this fairy tale. I'm no longer the stepmother. I'm the evil queen." Hell yeah! And then Christy runs at her for some reason. Julia <laughs> just slaps her down. Damn! Knocks her out. Basically. Not a good move. No. Not a good move. Um, and then is Doc- that where Kirsty says the rest of the your half of the movie is on the well, ground there? We're basically at the end of my half. Yeah, Doctor Shenard brings in the puzzle lady. Yeah. that we saw earlier, 
And I assume her name is Tiffany. Tiffany yeah. to solve one of the boxes he has. That's right. Up. And she does do that. Uh, and Julia and the doctor are watching her do this. And then everything breaks and the walls open up and the Cenobites pop out. And oh, uh, man, I just missed the part where the Cenobites came. I've been shocked. I'm shocked that the Cenobites come in. But that's pretty cool, though. They come in literally halfway through the movie, like at the halfway point. Yeah, you know what? That's as long as you can go in a Hellraiser 2 that's without right. waiting. I wonder if, as we go on, if How the Cenobites soon? are going to keep coming sooner and sooner. Because I, feel, I like, feel like they took a lot longer even than the first one. Yeah, I felt like, they don't pop out Im- immediately in the first no, movie. But so I, I, I think they're going to keep bringing oh, them yeah. sooner. Like, I feel like my prediction, when we watch the third one, which mm-hmm. I assume we are, <laughs> I don't think we're going to break from this one yet. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I am going to imagine that they're going to come in like five minutes before the halfway point. I think it'll be even sooner. Really? I think it'll be halfway in your half. I will not bet against you. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cenobites pop in, see Tiffany, the little blonde haired mm-hmm. girl. And they're just like, it's not hands that call us. It's desire. And so they're like, we don't want the girl. We want people who. We want horny do, people. We want. Yeah, exactly. They, she's not she's our innocent. target. She's not anything. So they go and look. I think they're looking for the doctor. But she solved the puzzle, right? She solved the puzzle, but they but don't, they don't want care. Her. They don't want it. They're just basically solving the puzzle. Just like, if you have sins, we're going to get you. Yeah, exactly. And she's yeah. not done anything in her entire life. Yeah. Uh, but so, they, <laughs> the only thing that's okay in this world, solve puzzles. Yeah. All right. <laughs> go to your Barnes and Noble. Get the nice puzzle. Yeah, just yeah, keep yeah. building it. You know what? And the Cenobites will leave you alone. Yeah. Just saying good advice out there. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure every person who has opened this puzzle box has been a bad person. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because yeah. to get that, you probably needed some sort of greed. Yeah, desire. Exactly. Well, she's just there solving puzzles. She she's wasn't. Like, she didn't even really want to open it. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, whatever. I guess I'm here. So uh, they, instead of like, they just leave. They just like leave and walk really up. funny. And just leave her there. But then she starts hearing like creepy carnival music and she goes to a scary carnival where she sees a it's so this honestly was the stupidest fucking part of the whole movie well, i was gonna say it was either it was gonna be the stupidest part or the best part ever a my little favorite little. part of the movie there's one part where she sees a juggler and she's like oh a juggler and then you get a zoom in and you realize that the juggler is juggling his own eyeballs that's pretty cool that was pretty cool and then she goes into a like a hall of mirrors and they're all i think her mom saying like you need to fix her or something like that. this is the so, like, little the girl yeah the the blonde Weird. girl okay. yeah tiffany tiffany the little blonde girl that yeah, I'm just making sure because yeah. it just seems like she was just nothing in my half of the movie. So hearing all this she's information, like a main character in my half that's of the movie, so riled, yeah, riled, riled, you riled I can't up. Even speak properly. So then, uh, Kirsty wakes up and runs around looking for her dad, and then she takes the puzzle. Wait, box. but dad's dead. She's looking for her dad. I don't know why she's looking for. Maybe her dad. she is actually. Losing she's her screaming, mind. "Daddy, daddy!" Hmm, okay, I don't know why. So she picks up the puzzle box and. Uh, she starts, like, running through all the halls, but because they're on, like, the other side, the Cenobite side, the underworld, all the hallways are, like, super confusing. Mm. Whenever we get a view of, like, the hallways, they look like uh, MC Escher drawings. Ooh, cool. It's honestly really cool. The visual effects in this movie are definitely, like, heightened to the first Yeah, film. they definitely got, like, a budget. Yeah. Like, I remember the last movie, there's a character that was, you could see, like... Uh, the wheelbarrow under oh, like, yeah. the monster. Oh, and like all the effects of the Cenobites getting like zapped away is just like Goofy here is a, here is a shot of Pinhead against the wall, basically. Yeah, and we're gonna yeah. spend so much time like, making this little rotoscoping. light rotoscoping these like really cheesy looking lightning effects. Yeah, this is not that. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and she gets lost, uh, like running through the, all the holes, and then uh, the Cenobites find her, mm. and they're like. 
Kirsty, we meet you yet again. They say Kirsty, which is so goofy. And they're and she's just like she's just like this is a mistake and they're just like we keep running into you. And they start like teasing her. Uh-huh. Uh and they they're like But they're not after her, right? They're not, but they're just like fucking with yeah, her. They like fucking with people. Yeah. But also they're also just sort of like why not like if, if it, it's sort of like if you see us twice, it's your fault at this point. Yeah. You know why are you shame here? Shame on you. Yeah, shame so, on you. So they, uh, they're like, we're gonna, we we have your dad. Where have you? And we're gonna fuck with you forever and eternity. And then Christy runs away, and uh, she uh comes across um Tiffany, and Tiffany's a mute, which is what I learned now. She doesn't mm-hmm. really talk. Uh, and uh, they are like running through the hallways. And they're trying to get out. Uh, then Julia and the doctor are like walking around. We keep sort of cutting back between these two different like. Mm-hmm. Are they both lines. in kind of like the maze? They're all in the maze. Okay, got it. Because what uh, Julia? It, I don't know. I think Julia's sort of telling the doctor like I think the doctor wants to learn more about this plane of existence. Oh, he loves mazes. All right, right. Doctor, I mean that was the start of his characters. He was talking about how the human mind is a maze and it's fun to discover. So Julia's blah, blah. like taking him around, showing mm-hmm. off. And they get to this sort of like, <laughs> like I've been here before, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, nice tour. That's the bathroom. You yeah, know, I've been living here for about four days now. It's pretty <laughs> great, but I have skin now, so it's a little bit better. It's a little better. Uh, and she shows off this. It, it's like this big open area where all the different like paths go to. And uh, oh yeah, uh, the the puzzle box has turned into a like diamond shape. It almost looks like a dagger, almost. So they only solved one puzzle box. They solved one puzzle box. Okay. All the other puzzle boxes are back in the hospital, and we'll get to that. Hospital? Not the office? No, they're in the hospital. How'd they get in the hospital? Because I think the doctor gave the patients the puzzle boxes. Oh, and to now solve. To and then solve, then, okay. exactly. Mm, okay, interesting. So, But that's later in the movie. So they get to this like big, large area. There's a giant... So the puzzle box is turned into like a diamond. There's a giant diamond that looks just like the puzzle box in the center of this like large, vast space. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's sort of like overwhelmed by the enormity of it all. And then all of a sudden, Julia starts making out with the doctor. And he's just like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> all she, this to get laid. Well, yeah, it's going to fucking cost him. Because then he she pushes him back into. So. It looks like the puzzle box, but it's a it, it's a, it's as big as like a cupboard. Okay, and it opens up and it's just full of like muscles and flesh, mm. and he falls into it. Sounds like a weird Iron Maiden, fleshy yes, Iron Maiden. It's exactly like that. It's okay. like a fleshy maiden. <laughs> fleshy maiden, love it. <laughs> so many new words today. We're that's what that's the name of the game here. Yeah. in Clive Barker's world. Yeah, who knew Clive Barker would expand our vocabulary so much? <laughs> So he falls into this fleshy maiden and there's these like piano wires that like get up against his face. And Julia's like, you wanted to see this world and this world wanted more soul. So I brought you here. Oh, of course she betrayed him. Of course. And Julia's consistently evil. I kind of like that. Very evil. And so then this giant, all I can call it is like, it looks like a crab's penis or like, (laughs) it looks like if you mix like the, the tail of a scorpion with a dick and it's just like, wait, okay. The tail of scorpion, what's pointy? Is it pointy? It's pointy at the end, so, but it also looks like a fleshy penis. Okay. So right? it's got a fleshy penis with a point. Right. Got it. And it also also kind of looks what like- What kind of curve? Is it curving up? 
It's it's floppy. It's floppy. It's floppy. Okay. Mm, and not it, erect. All right. And it grabs onto the doctor's head and just starts fucking like scrambling his brains. So like, how's it grab onto his head? Does yeah. like the penis hole open up and yes. like suck it up and then the, the little and the, the, the penis hole is actually in? made up. Well, the penis head <laughs> is made up. Very Catholic <laughs> is made up of like hand, circumcised it's like hands. It is circumcised. Okay, got it. Yes. And it's it looks like a hand and it just uh-huh. like grabs onto his head and, then, and then the rest of the fleshy stuff is like on top of him and okay. the doors close. The doors close and then what about the spiky part? The pointy part. The pointy part? Yeah, he says like a scorpion point. Well, the scorpion the scorpion point goes into his head. Ah, like got brain. it. Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. So, so he's getting lobotomized. He's Great. getting lobotomized. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ooh, good point. Yeah. So uh all that happens. Then we go back to Kirsty. Uh and she sees her dad's house and she tells Tiffany, wait outside. I'm going to go in that the house from the first movie. Right. Right. So she walks in the house, but it doesn't look like a house. It looks like a demonic church. Like it looks just like, like uh, it's like stone. And uh, there's all these like hallways. Only inside. Yes. Outside looks fine. Outside. It just looks like a house. Okay. Inside. It looks like this. Nice. And it's bigger on the inside than the outside. Right. Yeah. So she walks in and then she sees this is, this part was actually like legitimately pretty cool. I would love it. If Dr. Who did a similar thing where you go inside and it's like a hell. Church I would inside love the, it inside the box. Ooh, I would love it. If Dr. Who met the Cenobites. What if the companion was a uh, uh, pinhead? Oh, butterball. Butterball. Yeah. Butterball. Yeah. New companion. Dr. Who. Let's go. Come on. BBC. That I'd love to see. Now that's, yeah. pr- now that's progressive. BBC, butterball. Come on. <laughs> 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 Butterball c- Cable Company. Cable Company. <laughs> so, uh, Is that what BBC? Oh, no, it's BBC. It's a, I'm thinking CNN. You're thinking CNN. But not even get that British right. Broadcasting Company is what BBC stands for. Butterball Broadcasting Company. Butterball. There we go. That's, that's the joke. I fixed it. Guys. You figured it hold out. Hold on. Let me try this again. <laughs> you got it. Welcome to the Butterball Broadcasting <laughs> Company. I got it. Guys, that was a great joke. Done. Done. No, Guys, that was that was perfect. All right, we can end the podcast. All right, good night, everybody. Uh, so, so she walks into this place, and there are these like tables with wheels, and the tables keep popping in and out. And on the tables, under sheets, are women like orgasming, naked women orgasming. Mm, I've uh, seen a porn like this once. But when Kirsty pulls the blanket, the 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 sheet off of the naked women, uh-huh. they aren't there. They're <gasps> invisible. They're gone. Oh, oh that's and a then, for someone. Yeah. Well. Exactly. Who who is here? What's going on here? Yeah. And then she looks at she sees like a table, like a like a what are they what are they called with like a big a mirror and like a bunch of makeup and pictures and stuff that sort of thing. Oh God! Hey, I see what I see the word like. Oh God! I feel like it starts with a C. I want to call it a credenza, but I know that's not. What <laughs> I was going to call it an umwar, but that's definitely wrong. I, whatever. Either way, there's uh, I'm sure there's people listening Boudoir? that are screaming at no, us. I don't know. So, uh, boudoir. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so then she sees. Written on the mirror, I'm in hell, come help. Ah, classic. Who's this character again that we're following? This is Kirsty. Okay, got it. Who saw so that originally the on the wall. Yes, got it. And so she sees that, but then all of a sudden she realizes this has been a trap the whole time. <sighs> it wasn't her dad that wrote this. It was Frank. Yeah, it's hard to tell when it's a skinless person. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she turns around, and it's not a skinless Frank. It's a skinned Frank. A ah. s- if skin. Is it the same actor? I don't remember, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. It might be. Okay. Uh, and he's like, It'd be a bold choice if they showed the flashback of Frank I know. multiple times, and then they're like, ah, so it has actor. to be right. Yeah, it has to be right. So then he says, "This is my hell because all I want to do is fuck these women, but I can't fuck them because every time I remove the sheet, they're gone." Oh my and so god! So this is what I—that's really your hell. This is hell, apparently. Okay. And so then he's like, "But you're here, Kirsty, and I'm gonna fuck you." Oh and Kirsty's like, "Not if I can help it." And then she tosses the sheet into the fire, burning him. To musculature again. By the way, it's the same guy for sure. Uh, okay, there we go. Thank you. 
So he's returned to muscle, and then all of a sudden, Julia walks in with mm-hmm. Tiffany. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they showed up, but they did. Okay. And Julia's there, and she walks up to Frank, and Frank's like, "I knew I could. I knew I could trust you, Julia." Julia's like, "Yeah, totally." And then he fucking she, she fucking rips his heart out. Trust it. She's just straight. I evil love that now. she just betrays every dumb yeah. guy, which I I kind of like it. Great. I like girl it. Girl boss. She, girl baby. boss. Yeah. Literally <laughs> doing the OG girl boss. That's exactly right. She's gonna gaslight, gatekeep. Go to hell. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, rips Frank's heart out. Julia then comes across the diamond puzzle box and is like holding onto it. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Tiffany and uh, Kirsty dropped it. And then the doctor now leaves his <gasps> fleshy prison. Ooh. And he he's fucking horrifying. His, he looks like a Cenobite nice. now. And he just permanently has the giant penis on top of his head, just oh, holding onto him. Cool. And now how he gets around is the penis thing picks him up by his head and just like, like swings him Whoa, around by his head. That's cool. His feet never touch the ground. And he says, honestly, this movie, it's not as good as the first one. Just like, no, just, I don't think so. But this line kind of gave me the shivers. Cause he's just like dealt with like, un like unimaginable, unspeakable torture. And he leaves his fleshy maiden, with a giant penis on top of his head, and he just says, to think, I hesitated. And it's just, like, so fucking cool. Like, what a great bit. Can you guess the name of this Cenobite that is now this? Penis head. Dickhead. Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Dickhead. (laughs) It calls, in the uh, Wikipedia, it says, uh... It says Chenard Cenobite, oh. but in the in the let's see the true source the fandom.com. That's right, doctor. Doctor, excuse me, Cenobite.fandom.com. There you go, perfect. Uh, so now he's the main villain as well as Julia. Well, nice. actually, Julia is not the villain for long anymore because there's a scene where they're running through the uh, the hallways, and Julia gets like sucked in by like a big like uh, like fan or like just a vent or something mm-hmm. and her fucking skin falls off oh my god and her i didn't know that she was like a musculature so i was just like what the hell why did her skin come off oh, so yeah, easy? that's her old form but her musculature falls away and this scares tiffany and uh kirsty so they just leave i mean fair yeah i was totally reasonable time to, time to get out so they return to the hospital and they're like we got to escape but then the doctor busts in Head attached to the fleshy worm thing, mm-hmm. and his fingers turn into eyeballs and then turn into knives. And he starts laughing and chopping up all of his patients who are trying to solve the puzzle box. All of his like mental patients, like in real life. Yes. Okay. This is really happening okay. now. I just want to make sure. I feel I felt like we were still in Hell Dimension. Sorry, Hell Dimension. They've the Kirsty and uh, Tiffany have left the Hell Dimension, and the Doctor Cenobite, Doctor Dickhead, has also left the Hell Dimension. Okay. Uh, Kirsty reveals to Pinhead uh, that. He and the other Cenobites were human humans once, oh. and she shows him a photo of the uh, uh, explorer at the beginning of the movie. Ah, yes, the Hellraiser. That's right, or Pinhead. Excuse the me, the Pinhead. <laughs> Hellraiser is just the name of the movie. That's right. I also mix it up, and the Cenobites are like, "They're this. This is probably the stupidest part of the entire movie." They're like, "We were human once," and they just sort of like realizing it. Yes. Oh, okay. And then the doctor shows up. And they're going to fight each other. So the Cenob- What the 
fuck? So the four Cenobites and the Doctor have to fight each other. And the Cenobites, uh, particularly uh, Pinhead, like, attach a bunch of, like, chains to the Doctor. And I'm like, oh, shit, that was an easy fight. But the Doctor cannot be bested so, uh, cannot be bested so easily. Cuts all the chains and then starts systematically killing all the Cenobites. And as he kills them, they turn back into humans. So the oh. lady turns into a lady. Uh, Butterball just turns into, like, a fat guy. Um, the chat Chatterer turns into, like, a kid. Like, he looks like a teenager. So that was crazy. And Pinhead turns into the uh, guy again. Hmm. And then he dies. All four of them die. So that's, in, that's the end of it, right? That's the end of it. There's no more Hellraiser there after There cannot that. be another Pinhead at this no. point. Uh, so uh, the Doctor is one, and this scares everybody. Um and so then uh, they're what like, what Butterball's human form look like? He's just look like a big guy. Yeah. I know. Uh, and so then, um, what is it? The so, chatter guy have big teeth or big mouth? No, he just, he's just like a kid. He's like a teenager. Oh, it was actually pretty fucked up. Uh, so then <laughs> Tiffany says that she's like, she starts talking now. Tiffany's now talking because of all the horrors yeah, that's occurred to her. Yeah. She's like, I have to finish the puzzle box. So they, so Tiffany and Kirstie both run back into the hell dimension, go to Julia's, fucking lifeless skin and how, how do they get in and out of the hell dimension there's a portal the portal yeah there's a doorway sure. they go in grab the diamond shaped puzzle box and uh tiffany has to like try to solve it and they reach that same plateau where the giant thing was where the giant uh uh, uh diamond shaped thing yeah was and they're there and then all of a sudden understandably tiffany gets like triggered by all this because of all the fucking horrific yeah, shit that's happened why. right and then the doctor fucking pops out and the doctor's like i'm gonna fucking kill you tiffany um and then uh tiffany's all scared and then julia comes out of nowhere hmm. and julia's back and her she's got her skin on again and she comes her skin back she comes back and she like starts to seduce the doctor ah and she starts kissing the doctor and this gives tiffany just enough time to solve the puzzle box and uh, this kills the doctor. Oh, this part was crazy. So the doctor has had this giant penis head on top of his head mm -hmm. the whole time, which has basically been moving him around. Sort of like those grabbing claws, mm -hmm. like the grabbing claw things. That thing just rips half of his head off. So from the jaw down oh. is like that's on the ground. And from his upper like teeth to the top of his head are like that's split. He's Ugh. dead now. Gross. It's awesome. It's a great effect. And then this also, like, tosses Tiffany off the side of this giant, like, cliff. And uh, Julia pops in. And Julia puts an arm out. And is like, I'm, I'm here to save you. And and Tiffany's like, I don't trust you. And and, and Julia's like, trust me. So they grab uh, – Tiffany grabs Julia's hand. Mm -mm. And then Julia's skin starts to come off. And then you're just like, oh, no, Tiffany. And then another hand comes and grabs Tiffany. And it's Julia's other hand. But here's the thing. Huh. You fucking fell for the trap, my man. What? It wasn't Julia. That was actually Kirsty in Julia's skin. How did she get it? She ran back to where Julia's like lifeless skin was in the middle of the <sighs> maze, put it on. Put it on. Ran back and made out with the doctor in order to distract Tiffany. That what? shit was crazy. That is what? Well, how'd she put it on? Like I a gift don't suit? know. Like, what do you have? How do you just put someone else's skin on? How's it fit? How's it go around the rest of your body? How does it stick to you? How does... Okay, look. We just talked about... I forgot the name. What was it? Locomo locomotive system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a different locomotive system. That's right. Different size of muscle. Yeah. You know what? Penis head thing, stabbing a guy, lobotomizing him, turning him into a centibite. 
I get it. Yeah. Put another person's skin on. Get and like here. being like, like everyone believing like you don't just have another person's skin on your body. I do like that her skin started flying or flipping it was, off. It was pretty great. And then she just pulls the skin off to reveal that it's Kirsty. And then Kirsty and Tiffany hug each other. And I'm like, I'm not going to hug her. She's going to fucking blood guts. Yeah. Uh, but then they run out. The puzzle box starts to turn back into a normal puzzle box. The portal's closing. Oh, my God, are they going to make it? They, of course, do. And they make it out of the hospital. Everything's okay. Except the mattress. <laughs> oh, they the, never burned it. They never burned it. And so there are these movers that show up at the doctor's house. One of them goes upstairs to move the mattress and gets eaten by it. And then another mover comes in, like, what's going on in here? And out of the mattress comes, like, a... It's like a wooden beam. Okay. And it's a big wooden, like a like a wooden beam. Very phallic. Very phallic. Well, it's also covered in like skeletons and dicks and shit. Okay. <laughs> well, that was, you should have led with that. Yeah, well, a, a wooden, beam. wooden beam. Okay. Oh, it's covered with skeletons and dicks, by the way. <laughs> Honestly. It sounds like a little kid making a story up like, first off, there's a big beam and it pops out of your mattress. Yeah. And you know what? It's covered full of dicks. And skeletons. And skeletons. <laughs> It's dude. And like this, and now finally people are impressed. This effect is so fucking cheesy. Like it's so stupid. Are you seriously couldn't <laughs> think that they could sell the effect of a wooden plank? I know. With, with faces and dicks skeleton. on it. Yeah. And like they have a they have like a close up of a skeleton and it just goes like <laughs> and its arms and legs just start like bouncing around. It's stupid as hell. And then it's like the, the the wooden beam is like turning around to reveal all the sides of it. And then it finally shows one side with a face of a guy with long beard and hair. Mm. I don't know who this fucking guy is and then he just says what is your pleasure sir and oh. then that is the end of the movie maybe that's um maybe that's pinhead again i don't it didn't look like him but it might have been maybe i mean you know he's bald like maybe he <laughs> grew hair and i just didn't recognize he's been in him. quarantine for a while that's you know true. He grew some hair uh but yeah that's the end of the movie, the movie. wow and so, so uh you kind of liked it i liked it i didn't love it didn't like it as much as the first one yeah uh i i just i didn't and I read it a, a little bit. So uh, Clyde Barker didn't write this movie. He did the he, story, though? He, well, he came up with, like, the characters. Oh, okay. And he had certain like ideas that he pitched to the, the, the script writer. Mm -hmm. So, like, he had some creative control. But, like, most of this was from the mind of other people. And you can kind of tell. Like, the biggest thing about this movie is it's just not horny enough. Most, like, yeah. The first one is very horny. And the other thing I didn't like, which apparently was Clyde Barker's idea, was to establish who the Cenobites were. And, like, explain that they were humans that had been mm. tortured. And I was like, I think that's the lamest part of the whole fucking idea. That like, idea that they're actually people as opposed to, like, malevolent beings. To me, it's much more scary if they're, like, malevolent, like, like interstellar Yeah, you know, I kind of agree with you. I don't mind it too much because, like, as a person, you have your humanity, like, ripped away from you. And that's you're pretty just scary. That's kind of scary. I just and, don't and... like them turning back into humans. No, I think that's, that's stupid dumb. as hell. No, yeah, right. Or them also dumb. going, like, we were human ones like, yeah stupid that's fucking stupid i agree with you I agree every with other you. thing in this movie worked pretty damn well though like the visual effects are really great although so like they have to sell this as like an endless maze but it's so obvious that certain walls are just like painted to look like oh. a long hallway and it's like it never looks good it never sells it damn. um but it was it was cute it was fun it was you know it's weird to say it was cute and fun a cute little fun i mean it's a slasher movie yeah. right it's like a gory horror movie but it's so over the top it's and so like, goofy honestly 1988 not bad right yeah 1988 man that's crazy uh and like honestly the effect of the doctor being carried around by a giant uh, penis worm that held him by his head 
was pretty fucking great. Like, I kind of liked it. That's pretty cool. Um, I like that bit a I'll lot. let you know that you can buy. Whoa! Little, that's what he looks like! Oh. Yeah. So, look at him. He has a set of balls at the bottom. There is a showing fig- I'm showing model. you a figurine that you could buy. Can and you, it looks just like Can him. you guess? Uh, here's another shot of it. Oh, better shot. That looks great. Um, yeah, it's it's got the penis head on and everything. Can you guess how much is it selling for on Amazon right now? Because oh. it's a collector's item, so it's not like a you know I mean it's not like a a manufacturer. They don't make these anymore. I'm gonna say it's at least a thousand dollars. Okay, it's a uh, six inch scale. So okay, can, it says it's, so, so it's, it's kind of probably big. a little smaller than. Yeah, six inches is pretty big though. Yeah, you know I'm saying six pretty big. I don't know. Pretty I think big. six inches is pretty tiny. I've uh, I think like uh, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty big for Doctor Chenard. Not yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is called uh, a Doctor Chenard Hellraiser movie series three action figure. Uh, all right, so I'd guess uh, knowing it's that small, I'd probably say it's maybe around like eight hundred, seven hundred dollars. It's four twenty right now. Four hundred and twenty dollars. Yep, four twenty. Going for that. Four twenty. You can get your own little. Looks, Honestly, is that a bad price? It for looks it? boxed. Yeah, I don't know. You can get a cheaper one. It looks like it's in the used section. <laughs> oh, it's been opened. Yeah, it's been used. It's yeah, somebody one. used that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you want that? It looks pretty cool, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I like in this <laughs> Amazon description it says disgusting detail. It also says ball jointed tentacle, which is really funny to That's me. That's right, ball jointed. I tentacle. mean, the bottom part of it looks like balls too. It does. I, you don't really see the bottom part in the movie. No, but too. In this, you get to see all that goodness on yeah. this little figurine. That's so, fun. So that. So how'd you like it? It was okay. Like, yeah. It was the beginning. Just it felt like we were just like, okay, let's get to the hell place. Yeah, let's get to gonna, the hell. We gotta stuff. try getting here. Yeah. And it just felt like all the characters kind of did the same thing. It yeah. just felt like kind of a retread in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, basically the same story. I thought it might have been more interesting to have someone. Like Kyle get introduced to this and be kind of like set up, but he just dies so quickly. Yeah, um, because yeah. that was I mean, kind of fun to have like a little team for a little bit, but he dies so quickly. He doesn't even meet Cenobites. No, they never ask him what his pleasure is. You know? <laughs> I That's know. the thing. I kind of dig that about the original, where like that that scene where the dad is Uncle Frank is so off putting and unnerving, mm-hmm. and they really didn't. I guess they had that in this movie, but like it's not as. It's a, just a random lady talking to a guy, you know? It's not as fucked up as, like, a girl talking to who she thinks is her dad, but is actually her, like, twisted, sick, perverted uncle. Yeah. That's fucked, you know? Yeah. That never really happens in this movie. No. So. Nothing, nothing. There not. is a scene where, like, her uncle comes on to her in hell, but, yeah. like, there. There's just the, there's like a Hitchcockian feel to the original movie that yeah, looks a lot the, better, I think. Also, I feel like the hell sounds like a more fantastical place. Well, like, in the first movie, it was, like, it was kind of hard to t- in mystery. Yeah, it was hard to tell the difference between hell and the, and the house a yeah. lot more. It was yeah. more muddled, while this seems like it's more obvious. I've seen people say, like, I like Hellraiser 2 more because we get to see the other side. And I'm like, I prefer the first one because it's shrouded more in mystery. Yeah, I get like, that. I like the mystery. I like not knowing what's going on. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought this was fine, though. I, it was fine. I, it was fine. It, it wasn't cool as bad effects. as I thought it was going to be. No, but, you know, I don't think they're going to get better. <laughs> Hey, you don't know, man. Maybe the internet one's where it all turns around. Yeah, maybe the internet one is where it all turns around. Okay, got one fun fact for Hellraiser. We'll probably dive into more of it later in other episodes, mm. and maybe other facts and little little knowledge tidbits. But we had to get through the plot of the first one, since we are skipping that one. Yeah, that's right. Um, I will let you know that uh, there was a Hellraiser licensed video game that was going to come out for the Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System. Of course, the fat fact you look up is a fucking video no, game. No, 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 no. But do you know what it turned into? Because eventually they gave Dead up. Space. Nope, they gave up. The Nintendo Entertainment System? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, was it uh, Nintendo Entertainment? Which one? The N64? No, NES. Oh, the NES. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know then. I okay. It was going to be Hellraiser until they abandoned the license and made Super 3D Noah's Ark <laughs> a Bible game, which I love. That's it's incredible. Just, it's such a flip. It's such a flip to also be like, we're going to be a little Bible game instead. Yeah. It just shows you how much like people working on something, even if it's like a religious thing, is just like, yeah, we were, before we were making fucking Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah. We were probably talking about pleasure and stuff. And now it's like, how many animals are on the boat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, guys, uh, did you do you have it? Would you recommend us waiting until like let's say uh, first thing we're gonna watch the next one right? Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm ready to bail out. Like this was enjoyable enough. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think if we can't stand the next couple, should we wait until the internet one or should we just bail before that? Emails at email the Let us know. Reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, if you want to listen to our future episodes, check them out on any podcatching app when they come out. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is going to open up a portal to hell where we will turn into Cenobites. Yeah. I would love to do that. I don't. No? No, I don't want to I don't want to go there. Who knows what it would be? Who knows what my endless torture would be? Seems like a lot of fun if you're a Cenobite though. I don't feel like they remember what fun is. I think they're just doing I think they're just vibing. Yeah, that's fair. But not good vibes, just neutral <laughs> Bad vibes. vibes. Bad vibes. Oh. You know, the other reason we picked this movie too mm. or this movie series is apparently there's a new one going to be coming out on Hulu oh, at some point. That's right, in 2020. So we got to prepare for it by becoming excellent experts. Yes, lore experts yeah. at uh, Hellraiser, so we can give you an honest review of what Which, the new one is going to be. Honestly, I bet we'll probably know more about the Hellraiser series than Clive Barker does. At this point, yeah, because I think this is also the last movie he even like touched. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I looked at the, the rest of the series, and mm-hmm. it's a whole bunch of people I don't recognize. I'm so it. excited. I'm so, so excited. We'll see how they tarnish his name. See you guys next week in hell. Oh, good night, everybody! Would you guys like to discuss the movies that we talked about on the podcast, recommend movies for future episodes, or maybe even watch movies with us? Check out the Discord. You can find the Discord on the latest episodes or on the website, theotherhalfpodcast.com. We're just hanging out chatting. And while you're there, maybe also check out the section of the Discord, which is specifically for Ethan's uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, You get updates as to when he goes live. Keep up to date with us, with Ethan, the podcast, and the stream. It's also totally okay if you just want to hang out and talk about the podcast. You could hang out there and maybe we'll see you there and watch a movie or something. Or maybe you're like, wow, these streams are so much better and you just totally ignore the podcast. That's also another option. That could happen. Why not? Why not? (laughs) The Discord is your oyster. Come join us. The Discord is your oyster. Join it. Join it.